Welcome back to You Know What They Say About HR, a podcast solely devoted to HR and payroll topics. Um, and today we're going to be talking about another part of business marketing and kind of seeing how they intersect. So far in our season, we have talked about You Know What They Say About HR. People just fall into it. Also, you know what they say about HR. All they care about is compliance. Um, if we were an episode of Mythbusters, which in some regards, I think we are, we're not going into this necessarily saying our stereotypes are true or false. We just want to talk about them and some of these stigmas attached to it. And so I, I would say I've um, you know, learned a lot last week, especially talking about compliance and I think more so than coming to an answer, we're talking about shape, shifting how we think about HR professionals altogether might even be um, a big part of this. So today, without further ado, you know what they say about HR, they don't understand marketing. I am Philip Major. And I'm Lisa Mamula. Hey, Philip. Hello. And I would like to welcome our guest today, Doug Adams. Hello. Doug. Hey, Doug. Doug is a marketing professional with more than two decades experience developing and fostering brands from the ground floor to national prominence. He is the CMO and founder of The Think Agency, a boutique marketing firm based in Boulder, Colorado, that was founded in 2010 as a then affiliate of Think Media Studios in Cleveland. So prior to founding Think, Doug held a variety of marketing leadership positions mostly in the B2B world, helping service and technology companies. So welcome, Doug. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Looking forward to it. Yeah, we look forward to your perspective on the topic. Uh, today's topic, you know what they say about HR, they don't understand marketing. So in today's age with social media, technology, and expectation of transparency, uh, especially for attracting and retaining quality people. I believe that most HR professionals recognize and embrace the importance of effective marketing and employer and personal branding. Do you agree with that? Um, I'll be honest with you. I, I would, you guys work with HR much more than I do. I would say that traditionally um, I don't know that, HRs. Um, I do know that there's there is some alignment with HR and marketing in that. Um, very a cliche would be that that HR people might get into it because they enjoy people communicating. Um, help versus the compliance podcast. I guess I need to go back and listen to that. Right. <laughs> You'll um, enjoy it. <laughs> but I, I would say traditionally, I don't think that that marketing um, and HR have have worked to, together very well. Um, I think that marketing is is typically a little spooked uh, by HR because marketing is always the uh, the department that gets gets the uh, knock on the door when when uh, things are 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 down when business is down. So I'm not sure that there's been a great relationship. I you know ultimately there should be a great relationship. And and honestly, the way I started uh, in marketing. Uh, I'm not going to say how long ago, long ago was, was uh, with working with HR and, and rolling out communications. Um, yeah. So that, 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 that it's, it's a, it's a natural fit, but they don't always necessarily work together. 
So you see there is an opportunity there for improvement. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so I know in our world, obviously, we have a large network of HR professionals and, and they're also doing a lot of initiatives with personal branding, I think, especially with social media. So, you know, I, and maybe this is a loaded question, but there's candidates out there that are doing their due diligence, doing their homework on companies that they want to work for and checking out the people that work there. And in, if those personal brand campaigns aren't necessarily aligned with the company culture, do you think this could be a detriment or do more harm than good or, or just confuse people in the marketplace? Um, I, absolutely, it would be a detriment. I, th- I think that um, I think that you have to look from from it from the perspective of the professional. The, the professional, um, if there's an alignment with with um, that professional with what the organization is, does, means to be, um, there's there's a great opportunity to create thought leadership and really be involved in bragging about accomplishments from the organization and. Uh, pointing out uh, different things within the industry that hopefully, even as HR, that you are plugged into the industry and you know what's going on, um, and you can communicate with it about it and and create some sort of, of thought leadership for yourself and for and for the business. Um, I think social media has always been a, a bit of a loaded um, question as far as whether it's a personal platform or whether it's a uh, platform for business and work opportunities. Um, LinkedIn is is obviously a great solution for, for business and work opportunities, as is Twitter. Facebook might be a toxic political wasteland that occasionally you see uh, <laughs> the, the, no. occasionally you see somebody's uh, picture of uh, of food or something like that. So yeah. I think that I think that really whether you as an HR professional um, and I'm using the royal you want to want to you need to first ask yourself what which platform is for what I, am I going to just use Instagram just for and I'm going to lock it down I'm going to make it private and it's just going to be for me and my family and friends and they're going to see pictures of 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 the kids um, and vacation and things like that and I think that that uh, you really have to sort of align your own thinking for what each social media media platform that you're on is for. Um, and some people I know, and I don't know if, if you you are one of those people, either one of you, some people have Twitter times two. They might have they might have their business profile Twitter and they might have a Twitter just for them to uh, I don't know, complain about uh, the Indians. So um, I think that you really have to sort of be more strategic, be be more intentional and understand that when when it comes to social media, if it's a public, if everyone is public facing, we've gone from um, if you're public facing, everyone is public facing these days, mm-hmm. and you you need to align. Hopefully, you already align with your business and your organization, and you believe in it, and you, and you can internalize the purpose, goals, and mission. Um, Hopefully that's an easy transition, but but you do have to understand that everyone that you are public facing and be very very intentional about everything you communicate on social media. Yeah, absolutely, and even you know this idea of personal branding kind of getting away from that is going to be my question here. Thinking just more about how we like 
and should be seeing HR professionals as a part of leadership and strategical thinking for a company. Um, and I think when talking about marketing, maybe the easiest functional aspect of HR that we're looking at is talent management and thinking about the attracting and retaining of employees. So, so my question is, is if you believe that most companies are including their HR professionals when they're developing their company branding and marketing campaigns, or do you believe corporate marketing teams are geared toward just selling product versus attracting and retaining employees? So I'm going to say it's definitely the latter. I, I don't, and I think that it's the HR departments or the HR leadership's role to really get marketing involved. Um, so John uh, Bernanovich uh, talks a lot about uh, being an, uh, do HR like a boss. And one of the things that he talks about is that an HR boss, which is someone who really goes above and beyond and is awesome at, at their job, <clears throat> defines the purpose and the culture of the organization. Well, if, you, if in your role, you're defining that purpose and the culture and you're, you're really shaping that, then that's step one in getting a seat at the elusive table, right? At the elusive seat at the table. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, you hear about this for decades in a lot of different, and I heard about this uh, at the very, in the early 2000s about the, chief research officers want, lamenting that there's no seat at the table. So everyone wants a seat at the table, but the question for HR is, is how do I, how do I get that seat? Uh, my suggestion would be to really uh, drive uh, the culture, uh, really communicate the purpose and align yourself with marketing in a way that, that um, most likely as an HR professional, you are, Maybe you are a wonderful writer. Or maybe you're a wonderful communicator. Maybe you can develop any types of campaigns or programs. But my guess is that you're going to be more successful if you find a partner in marketing to help you develop um, and roll out programs that help people be more productive, more focused on the focus more on the uh, on the company's purpose and goals, um, and then at the same time be able to communicate that to the world at large and attract uh, employees and talent um, to be, to be the, the coveted place to come to work. Mm -hmm. I, did I answer your question? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and actually the next question I was going to ask was how an HR professional could get that support from marketing if they don't have it already. And you already answered that. It's really collaboration, right? Find that partner, find that person and, and begin that conversation if you haven't had it already. So yeah. That, you so it's, it's funny because when I was a 23 year old right out of college, um, I was, you know, I was a communications major. I, I loved to write. Um, I was, uh, but I ended up at, at a market research firm um, in a much more technical role. So what I did was I actually, I, sought my own sought and created my own role and, and one of the first people I went to was was HR and offered to help um, communications with newsletters and rolling out um, really mediums to communicate the goal goals of the organization and the culture so so I, I know that a lot of that was a bit of a role reversal and that I sought HR HR should really 
look at a way to partner with with marketing. And if it's as simple as a weekly or monthly email newsletter or something that is a much much more involved program, sales program or uh, referral program, or whatever program you want to put in place, you, you definitely need to develop a rapport and a relationship to work with marketing um, to become more effective. At least that's my opinion. That's the opinion of this marketer. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, that's a good one. And Lisa, I, I think you've got another question here too, but let me backtrack a little bit. I like Doug that you um, dropped uh, a little information about John Bernanovich and how he has that presentation HR like a boss. And I guess it would probably be good to address that um, John is Lisa and I's uh, boss. He's the CEO of our company, and we've actually never even talked about him before. So I guess that's a good uh, plug for the boss man to talk <laughs> about how's uh, you know HR like a boss because that is something that he's uh, done a lot of presentations about. And but yes, addresses the same idea um, that you were just talking about. Yep. Yeah, thanks for mentioning, Philip. So to that point, maybe we should have a disclaimer on here that these are our opinions and not those of Willery. So I'm not sure if that's, that's important. But yeah, that's true. I, I think he would approve. So, uh, so no, I think I think a lot of what you covered, you know, and I, it's probably like every, every function in every organization is it has their time constraints and their priorities. And I do think that uh, to your earlier point, Doug, that marketing has a responsibility to drive sales and, and that is their number one goal. Um, so, you know, HR professionals need to find a way and, you know, because not all of them, and, and I think some do a better job than others in terms of all of the, the social media platforms and, and branding themselves and getting out there. And, uh, you know, I think by nature, they're not as skilled. Um, they don't understand marketing the way a marketing professional or a marketing firm would. So, so they really, I think they should consult um, when they are struggling. And, and I think marketing can add a lot of value to HR outside of driving business you know, uh, company sales from from attracting employees, and that's you know the number one asset in a, in every organization. So obviously, we need sales, we need business, but um, need to create a great company culture. And I do think that marketing can help that um, HR professionals that aren't um, well versed in just making some small tweaks and improvements and if it's you know if they're not getting that collaboration in-house in a corporate marketing structure then then maybe they look to resources outside of the organization to help um do you think you know do, do you agree i mean from a marketing perspective have you seen hr professionals that do a good job or do you think that they're conservative by nature because of their roles and because of the compliance we we talked about earlier <laughs> well, that's a loaded question, right? Um, they all are. That's <laughs> what we do. It's funny because you you take a look at what why people um, entered HR. Did they enter HR because um, they're meticulous and they are detail oriented and they shudder to think love the compliance <laughs> side of the side of the business, or or is it? Or do people people get into HR because 
you know, they love people and they love the softer side of HR. Um, I think everybody has a different answer, but I think in gen to you asked a, a general generality question. I do think that um, I think that both, and I mentioned this before, that that marketing doesn't necessarily gravitate towards HR unless we we need to hire or uh, unfortunately fire someone. Um, and um, but I also don't think that HR. Um, gravitates towards marketing because maybe they feel like that they should be able to, uh, you know, message appropriately. I don't need marketing's help with the the purpose, the the values, the the mission. I don't need H. I don't necessarily need marketing's help because I'm supposed to do this as, as HR. Well, no, not necessarily. Uh, we all can do better. We all can learn from each other's disciplines and, and experience. Uh, what I would encourage HR to do is um, develop some sort of, maybe it's easier to start with a personal relationship so you can build up trust with somebody in marketing and then and then uh, start floating things by the, uh, the marketing peer um, sort of, and then see if you can formalize that a, a little bit. So do I think that there's some reluctance on both parts? Yes. Do I think that that these are two disciplines that should be and would be beneficial to each other? Absolutely. And I would guess that you've seen the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree for sure. Sure. So, um, well, good stuff. I know um, we could go on, but I really, I really appreciate your perspective coming from the marketing world and, and sharing those points with us. Um, Thank you for your time. Uh, Philip, anything else on your end that you want to share? Nothing else on my end. I just would really say, you know, if you are listening and you have any thoughts about um, what we've talked about, or if you have questions about how marketing and HR uh, work together, or if you have personal experiences, either good or bad, I'd love to hear about it. Um, reach out to us. Let us know. Um Again, some of these stories we could talk about next week, good or bad, if you want us to. Uh, but if you wouldn't, obviously, we wouldn't share that. Uh, but definitely hope you join us next week on You Know What They Say About HR. Until then, have a great week. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks.